On tonight's show, we have hip-hop artist and entrepreneur, Naj on Go! And now, for your host, Cool Paul! Let's stop this real quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, there we go. I have something going on in the background, y'all. I have to apologize. Anyway, welcome to the Kick It With Cool Card Show. This is episode 165. I am your host, Cool Card. Tonight, we are taking it hip-hop. We are taking it back, y'all, to the roots, which is fitting because the Grammys just had the 50th year anniversary of hip-hop and all that. So, yeah, man, we're going to celebrate tonight uh, with a new artist. He goes by the name of Naj on Go. He does have a story to tell, y'all, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. I can't wait to dive in and learn more about this guy, man. His music is phenomenal. It's great. I've been bumping it all day, just getting into the vibe, you know what I'm saying, getting into his mind a little bit as much as I can, but we're really about to dive in right now, and I thank y'all for tuning in. If this is your first time tuning in, I do invite you to subscribe so I can keep bringing you these great guests that I have on here. I'm telling you, if you go back through all these episodes, I'm at 165. If you go back through all these episodes, I guarantee you I have had somebody on here that's going to spark your interest. If tonight is not your night, somebody down the line is your night. But I'm hoping that tonight is your night because this guy really has a story to tell and his music is dope. So y'all stay tuned. Stick around, man. I'm going to bring him right on in how I like to do it the cool way. And let's get it popping, y'all. Let's go. Yes. Dope. Dope. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Naj on Go to the Show. What's going on, my brother? What's up, brother? Thank you for having me, bro. Oh, man. It's a pleasure, my brother. It's a pleasure. And listen, everybody watching that intro right there, I'm going to play the full video of that, that song. Man, I, listen, I'm a fan, bro. I'm a fan. So I got a lot to show tonight. We got a lot to talk about. Um, but welcome to the show, man. I thank you for coming on. My brother, you could be anywhere else in the world, but you right here kicking it with me. You know what I mean? I ain't paying you nothing. That's what I tell people, man. I'm, I am very grateful for anybody who blesses my platform because I'm not paying you. You don't have to come on here. You know what I'm saying? But you do. You oblige, you come on here, man. You want, you know, we talk about your story, we talk about your journey, we talk about all your goals, your dreams, your aspirations, and just lift you up. You know what I'm saying? And that's what this is, that's what this platform is for. Um, and with that said, lifting up, I like to start every show with a prayer. You cool with that? Of course. Let's get it. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this time, this moment, Heavenly Father, for us coming together. We thank you for the great conversation that's about to unveil. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for just allowing us to wake up in the, this morning. We thank you for the for the food and the clothes, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, on our back. We just thank you for life, love, happiness. We thank you for all the little things that we overlook, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for just allowing us to come together to speak intellectually about life, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and, and, and Najon Go's dreams, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and all of his accomplishments and all that he's doing, and just shine a light on him, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for his time. We just thank you for health happiness heavenly father lord jesus and we just give you all the victory all the glory all the love all the praise in your name we pray amen 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 so listen man i'm sounding like uh safari listen man hey man <laughs> <laughs> oh man anyway i brought you on here we, we we're talking about how you're an entrepreneur we're talking about we're gonna highlight how you you know you're you're a I want to say are you a musician? Do you play any instruments? 
Um, nah, that little guitar behind me is for, it was a gift. <laughs> All right. Well, look, the, uh, we're going to talk about the future musician. Yeah. But definitely the hip-hop artist, the rapper, the creative. You know what I mean? We, we came to, to spotlight that. But I like to also dive into the human aspect of the person I'm interviewing. Because we could talk about all that stuff. That's fine and dandy. You could talk about that all day. And a lot of times we get comfortable talking about that because that's what we promote so much, right? The yeah. hard part for some people is talking about their past history, their journeys, the struggles that got them to where they are now, you know? So that's what I like to do. I like to dive in a little bit. So just to just to give, you know, my viewers a little backstory on you, you know, run us back a little bit and then we'll, we'll, we'll keep going with it. All right, so uh, let's see. I'm a, definitely a, a, a L.A. baby, a California baby, you know what I mean? Born here, semi-raised here. You know I mean, I, um, I'm a, actually a military brat as well. Both of my parents were in the military, so... I spent some of my time in South Carolina during my childhood. I spent some time in England during my okay. childhood. Uh, unfortunate series of events <laughs> happened that got me to come back home. So I've been in, back in California for the last 25 years. Okay, so, yeah, all right. So right. You, you 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 traveled a little bit, you know, and now you back in, you planted in Cali though. That's where you at. <laughs> this is home. I, think, <laughs> I can't go nowhere else home, man. <laughs> yes, man. I love Cali. I can't wait to get back. I, I had a little stint out there myself, like I was telling you before the show. Uh, Cali's just a vibe, man. Unmatched. Unmatched. I love it. It's so, the weather, man. It's the weather. Man, you got everything out there. You got the forest. You got the beach. You got the mountains. You got the desert. Yeah, we do. Right, you <laughs> yeah, got we everything. Do. You can literally go surfing and go snowboarding <laughs> within three hours of each other. Yeah. So, yeah. Vibes unmatched, man. Definitely a good time. Yes, indeed. Now, we're going to talk about the music. You um, you had a, a life situation. I want people to get to know you. I want people to really know where you come from. You had a life okay. situation, and I'm pretty sure it changed your perspective on life, probably changed a lot of things about you. Um, Definitely. I, I, got a, I got a picture of um, a whiteboard that you wrote on. You know, talking okay. about your experience, and I want to I want to read one first, and then we're gonna dive in a little bit, and then I'm gonna read another one, and we're gonna dive back in a little bit. Are you are you comfortable with that? Yeah, sure. Let's get All into right. it. Let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So let me bring this up real quick. So I'm I'm gonna put it up here, right? Boom, okay. right there. Let me slide that over a little bit because it's almost on your face. Hold on. Let me unlock that, slide that over just a little bit right there. Yep, keep it locked. Boom. All right, now I'm going to read this. So for everybody watching, y'all listen. We're going to talk about his, his experience real quick. All right, so August 1st, 2021. This is the words of Najango. I woke up to the entire left side of my body tingling, the type of tingling we feel, we feel when we sleep on our hands. I would learn soon thereafter that's called the pins and needles feeling. I would also learn this was the beginning of the worst year of my life. Pretty near death with a blood pressure of 270 over 150. Man. It, it is a, it, plus an alert over the PA system of cold stroke. My life changed forever. I walk into the emergency room under my own power, but by the time I discharged a week later, 
I lost use of my left arm and the ability to walk. I found out I was diabetic and eventually lost sight in my left eye. I was depressed and doubting God's intentions for me. More mentally broken than physically. That being said, I've re I remain determined to put the pieces back together. A process which is still in progress a year later. In, this, in these sink or swim moments, I've learned to stay afloat in the choppiest waters. I've used the worst year of my life to create the better version of myself. I found my purpose in this darkness and it aligns, it aligns with my passion. I'm almost finished writing my first book. I'm back recording music like I used to. I'm no longer on diabetes medication. I'm walking eight miles a day. My left arm has full range of motion. Lost friends but gained loved ones. I'm, etern I'm eternally grateful. Pain hasn't diminished but it's now motivation for full recovery. Overall, 360, 365 days later, I'm full of joy and thankful. Here's to making the next 365 the best years of my the best year of my life. Thank you for walking with me. So, what do you think about that when you hear that? Man, it's crazy. Like I, I haven't looked at that Instagram post um, probably since the day I wrote it and took that picture. Uh, obviously, that was a year after everything happened. Uh, so to hear like me just writing down because I, I called the whiteboard my therapy that, that's what i did until I, I actually like had to get a therapist and go talk to someone but okay. i used the whiteboard as therapy so just to hear the emotion that was that i kind of went through just in that little small excerpt was crazy um i've definitely grown from it uh it definitely was the worst year of my life but i i wouldn't wish that upon anyone and if it had to be anybody i, I would want it to be me you know what i mean so yeah. How Definitely did you, a crack. Did you actually have a stroke? I did. You had a stroke. So, Lost feeling uh, in your left arm, the whole nine. Like crazy, crazy backstory about that is I was um actually at my aunt's funeral when it started. Oh wow. So uh, I rode with my father to the funeral and he told he told me after the fact, he was like, Man, I thought you had a hangover or something at the funeral. Cause it just, I was like kind of dragging around. Yeah. So I go to the funeral, I feel it, but I'm still able to walk around. I'm like, ah, nah, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just tripping. I thought like my legs started going out a little bit. So I thought I might've tore something in my knee playing basketball or something. Right. So go to the funeral, come home. Uh, shit, I'm getting emotional a little bit. Um, Man, take your time, take your time. It was, the funeral was on Saturday, so. It was a UFC fight on that night. So I planned on like going to grab a bottle and watching the UFC fight. Never cracked the bottle because I didn't feel good when I got home. So I just kind of laid in my bed and went to sleep. Mm -hmm. Next morning I woke up, top of my head to the sole of my feet on my left side was tingling like hell, like six in the morning. Wow. So like a true mama's boy, I called my mom. My mom in South Carolina, I called my mom. <laughs> and mama, I don't know what's going on, I don't feel right. My stepmother's a nurse. So she like, man, where Gloria? Uh, she probably still asleep. You need to wake her up and tell her to take you to the hospital. So I wake up my stepmother. Stepmother's was like, yeah, uh, let's check your blood pressure. Check my blood pressure. It's high, but the blood pressure machine that we used was like an old raggedy one. So she was like, I don't know if it's if it's really that high, right. but I'm gonna take you to the hospital. So she, we hop in the car, she fly down to the hospital or whatever. I get out <clears throat> and as I'm walking into the hospital, I almost fall over and hit a car. But I'm still not realizing that this is a part of a stroke and my body's starting to fail me. So she's like, you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I drag myself in. 
And then we tell them what's going on. So you hear the lights start flashing, cold stroke, cold stroke. We got to get them in. Oh, wow. Time they get me in an emergency room, well, like in the actual like room for the emergency room, they gave me an MRI. They brought me back. I had like a little little bed or whatever, and I had to pee. And I'm talking to my, my emergency room nurse, like, hey, man, can I get up and go to the bathroom? She's like, you sure you can go? Like, yeah, I get up and damn near fall and knock over IV, all kind of shit. So, you know what I mean? It was, it was just crazy. Like, to, to go from what I thought was, I, I, in my head, I was well. Yeah. To go from well to not being able to walk is a terrifying experience, man. That's crazy, man. And it's, it's, it's kind of unbelievable how you were able to just function through it. You know, most people, they're not functioning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Never lost consciousness. And, and uh, it's like, it's, you know, across the span of almost, what, a whole day and, and a morning? Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it, I'm sorry? Go, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm saying that, so if the funeral, the funeral was probably at 11, so that's kind of when I first started feeling it. Got to the hospital the next morning at 6, and I was in the hospital for a week after that. Did you, and were you kind of like, because of the funeral, were you, were you stressed out? Were you stressed out beforehand? Like, can uh, you kind of pinpoint? So, I don't think it was stress. I I, I think I kind of live in a in a state of chaos and stress a lot, right? Like, it it doesn't bother me. It doesn't really affect me. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I wasn't doing, then I wasn't sleeping. I was sleeping like one hour a day, maybe. Because I'm I'm always like I get bored easy and I'm always on the go. So yeah, hits the name on. <laughs> um, <laughs> but just so I, I work a, a normal nine to five I got a corporate job but I also am an artist I also am a business owner I do a lot of different things so yeah sleep is the last you know the stupid saying it's stupid to me now but people say it all the time like oh you can sleep when you die nah. if you don't sleep you're gonna die and I, <laughs> I know that now so. exactly Trust me, I used to live that life too, brother. I used to live that life. Yeah. Now I try to get my rest in. You got to get that rest in. But I understand. You on a, you know, you got the nine to five grind and you got dream. And when when yeah. do you have time to work on it? So you, yeah, got to do it. So now, what did that what did that do to you mentally, emotionally? Like, how did it change you? How did it how did it build you up? Um, I think at first it changed me for the worse. It made me just based on like like i said like i lost a lot of friends um there were people who i thought that would be there for me like i, I have my my core circle uh, my closest friends and then i have my, my family my family was there every step of the way for me but like there were a lot of people that i thought had my back that disappeared on me so it made me very like i don't like nobody anymore yeah and my closest friends would have to like try to pull me out of be like hey man like don't let that callous you like don't don't let that don't allow that situation to make you to turn you against everybody because we're still here for you so it changed me for the worst i remember uh so so uh last well two new years Eve's ago now i spent it that was like one of my first nights being out after everything happened and i ended up spending it with lot uh with liner homegirls and they did like a little powwow in a in a hotel room and one of the things that we did that night, it was me and four women, my type of night. You know, yep. I love I love to be around a bunch of women. Yep. Uh, but it was it was all positivity. And they asked the question for the for the room to answer. One of the questions they asked was, What did you learn this year? And the callous part of me was like, homies ain't homies. I don't really have no friends. 
and all of them was like, oh, don't don't feel like that. Don't be like that. Like, eh, that's, that's how I feel right now. Yeah. The other thing that they asked me with, or they asked the room was, what's your goal for 2022? And my goal was just to get healthy. So, hence me walking the, the eight, eight miles and doing all that. That's just me trying to get back healthy. Right. That's why I'm able to walk the way I walk now. That's why I'm able to move around the way I move. So to go from where I was to where I am now, is it's a blessing, man. I, I thank God every day just for that. Even though it's tough on my mental some days, even though I have dark days, bad days, everything, mm-hmm. I definitely thank God for that moment because it's allowed me to grow. And how long did it take you to get feeling back in your um, side? So they, they told me that I wouldn't be able to walk without my cane for a year. And I gave up my cane. My mother actually came out here um, like a month after I got out the hospital. And I told her, we were sitting down in her hotel room. I was like, Mom, I'm going to be walking by like February. She was like, nah, if, that, if you know you, like I know you, you'll probably be walking by Christmas. So I was like, all right, that's going to be a Christmas gift. And I was walking without my cane on Thanksgiving. So Wow. Just busting my ass, man. Just, <laughs> I, I had to get back. I, I could not like die like that. Like I didn't want to be. Right. And, it, and this is no disrespect to anyone who hasn't, who goes through something like that and they're unable to bounce back from it. But just the determination in me wasn't going to allow me to just sit there and like lick my wounds and feel bad without at least giving it a, a great effort. Did you, know? you have so. that type of determination before that incident? Or Definitely. It... Okay. All right. But I, I, that was probably the first time where I actually had to show it and had to push through some moments where it was like, ah, maybe not. Because I definitely had days where I didn't want to get out of the bed. Right. And I just laid in the bed all day, wide awake, staring at my ceiling fan. Let me ask you this. So you had to really put that determination and drive to get through that, right? So uh-huh. now in your day to day and all the things you got going, cause I know you have struggles and uphill battles with, you know, entrepreneurship, music, the whole nine. Are you still in that, that mode to where you're pushing that determination to the forefront and, and, and driving yep. everything that you got going on? Is that a little bit? Yep. Okay. I think it's more intense now because I, for the first time in life, I know that shit is finite. Like yeah. this doesn't last forever. So when, when that finally clicks for you, I think at, there's a moment in every adult's life where they figure that out. Like, you're not going to live forever. Right. And once it happens, whether it's a bad moment or whether you just kind of get it, then you you start to move different. So I used to think I was invincible until it happened. Now I know I'm not. So there's even more pressure. Not not necessarily stress. I think pressure is good. Putting pressure on yourself is good. Don't stress yourself about anything. Though. Yeah, so, absolutely. I agree. Putting right. the pressure on myself to, to get where I want to go and get the things that I need. Yeah, it's funny. I talk about that a lot with people. Um, You have to create an urgency, but at the same time, take your time. Yeah, It's a fine line. You know what I mean? It's a fine line because people can get stagnant. They can get lazy, but you have to put some pressure on yourself. But at the same time, run your own race and not feel rushed. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because you're not racing anybody out here. It's just you. But you got to put that pressure. Racing yourself. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it is a fine line, man. Easier said than done, too. But if you, like you said, if you got that determination, you, you're going to figure out how to get it done. Yeah. That's true. So I want to read another 
passage that you wrote, a little journal that you wrote, because this is after the fact. We're going to dive into that. Let's do that. All right, we'll set it up here. All right, let me read it. All right, so this was, today I woke up motivated. 11 months removed from the worst day of my life, and I feel like I'm ready to attack again. This is different. Not quite whole, but not broken. Not hopeless, not defeated. The feeling of no escape has fled me. I finally see a small glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel. Though I know I'll never be the same, I no longer hate how I've changed. I've not only accepted it, I'm embracing it. For better or worse, this shakeup was necessary. This change, of course, won't define me, but it will remind me to never give up, never relent. No matter how daunting the task in front of me, there is nothing I can't do there. There is nothing I can't do. There is nothing that, I, that can stop me. I am stronger than I ever imagined. My legacy when I leave this physical form will be amazing. The next chapter of my life will serve as a testimony of thriving, for I have already proven I know how to survive. What do you what, time. what go what go what goes through your mind? Uh, I I think I, I mean I had I had good days for sure, but I think that might have been the first time I woke up because I I was doing it on the first of every month because the stroke happened on the first of the month. Okay. So I think that was the first time I woke up and I was like, yeah, this shit ain't that bad. Like it it is bad, <laughs> but it's not. <clears throat> excuse me, it's not that bad. Like I I'll get through it. I'm not. I'm not gone. I'm still here. So I think I just, I woke up with like a, a super sense of confidence. Like if I could beat that, there's nothing that could stop me, which kind of goes back to you asking, like, has it allowed me to push through my, or push in my other endeavors? Of course it has. And that's why it's stronger now because it's like, ah, man, this little shit. So when I run into problems with my business, when I run into some music problems, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's nothing. Not gonna kill me. That old, that old saying, "What doesn't kill you makes you stronger." It definitely made me stronger. Absolutely. I think. I think what it what it makes you understand is you it, don't react, respond. You know respond. what I'm saying? So, and I, I picked just heard somebody say that today. For real? I can't remember who it was. I think I saw it on the ground, but or was it in a moat? In a movie, it's. I just heard that today. Yeah. So somebody said they were spending their time reacting instead of responding. Yep. Man, it so. changes your life, bro. That whole mindset right yep. there changes your life. When you when you figure out that life is about how you gonna respond to these things, because shit gonna happen every day. You know, not yeah. every day, but you know, shit's gonna happen in your life. It's how you respond when you react. I that's think, when you just lose it. I think a great example of that is. So I'm a huge boxing fan. And Floyd is my favorite boxer of all time, right? And I remember when Floyd almost got knocked out <laughs> by Shane. Yeah. Shane Mosley. And Shane when, when Shane caught him, he <laughs> folded. He, he was almost out of here. He folded. Yeah. But his instincts kicked in and he grabbed him. And then I think that might have been the only fight that I've seen Floyd after he was Money Mayweather where he had to grab. He he actually like fought somebody instead of doing his typical defensive fighting and you're not going to hit me. After he got hit, he literally was like, oh, I'm going to whoop your ass now. Yep. And he beat Shane Mosley up. So <laughs> yep. he, 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 instead of reacting, he just responded. He got hit, almost went to sleep, 
grabbed him and woke up, took took a round off, and they said, "Okay, now I'm about to show you that I that I really do this, Shane." And he whooped Shane as I I watched that fight to this day, like probably like once every few months, just to. It's inspiring to see that. Like, uh, everyone is. says that Floyd is a is a defensive fighter. He runs. You know, no, when he wanted to fight, he could. When he had to, when somebody was going to knock him out, he, he needed to. That's he a good, that's a, that's a very good example because all that ducking and dodging and all that defensive moving around, that's reacting. He's reacting to yeah. a punch. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, when his ass got knocked and he knew it was he was close. He had to respond. How you gonna respond? There's no more reacting. He caught you with all that dancing around. So now what you gonna do? Yeah. You, know you can't dancing. That. <laughs> you ain't gonna be able to dance with him. You gonna have to throw some bombs at him too. And he, yeah. he definitely did that. Yeah, yeah. I saw that fight. I was like, oh, but caught him. Oh, he's hurt for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't the, even. The leg buckled. He was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't play that. He couldn't dance that off. You can dance that off. You can tell he was really hurt. Um, here's something. We all have fears that we have to overlook, look past, step over, and keep moving, right? Everybody has some fears. You're lying if you say you don't. What was your biggest fear prior to that life incident? That life Being broke. And then what was your biggest fear after that? My biggest fear before that was being broke. I Never want because I've had some situations where I was down to my last. <laughs> so being broke is that de was definitely a fear of mine. And then after it happened, I realized that money really does not matter. And my biggest fear became disappointing my parents. Okay. I don't. I don't ever want to disappoint them. Okay. And that's something that I, that I struggle with now because. What I went through, I'm, I'm still in recovery, you know, so it's certain things that I can't do or that I want to do that I may feel like that I should have already done. And I feel like sometimes they kind of look at me like, damn, you should already have this one done. What are you doing? So that's definitely my biggest fear. I just don't want my parents to be disappointed in me. I don't think they'll be disappointed in you, man. You know? Because if you, if you had a determination that you're talking about and they see you fighting, you know, fighting for your life, yeah. still making headway and you're still functional and I don't think they're going to be, they're not disappointed in you, man. But I get it though. Yeah. That That's just human. That's just being human, you know, because Definitely. sometimes when you don't have the ability to do something or you haven't accomplished something that you feel that you have, that you should have yeah. accomplished by now, I get it. It's the human mind. But get over that, man. Get over that, brother. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has their time. And like I said before, we're not racing anybody. So, yeah, you true. know, God's time, not your time. Yeah. You know? that, that, that's tough, man. That, that is a tough lesson to learn and like actually like accept and apply. Like I know. I think we, we all need to, but Trust it's me. tough sometimes. Listen, we all go through it. I go through it, you know, and I have to remind myself and I have to remind myself and I have to remind myself, you know what I mean? And I'm the most praying person you're going to meet, brother. I pray all day, every day. You know, I got a strong relationship with God and it still gets me sometimes, you know, and I just got to snap out of it. Like, man, what are you doing? You know what I mean? This is your race. Take your time, but with urgency. With urgency. Like said, it's a fine line, but 
that that's what it is really take your time but with urgency you know don't don't lag and lay back so much that you just get forgotten about or you you know what i mean but take your time run your race it is your race and as long as you waking up with breath in your body brother you got another shot got another so, shot at it true so what are you rushing for take your time perfect it you know and, and that's real so yeah, that's let's get into the music man i, I love your story but don't feel disappointed in yourself at all. Don't don't feel like your parents are disappointed in you or nothing like that, man. It's your race, brother. You, you're still here. God got a plan for you. Obviously, look what you've been through and you're striving. Yeah. You know what I mean? You striving. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Let's get into the music. Let's 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 talk about what we came here for. We came for that too. But let's talk about this music. So you went from Grim. To Najon Go, what was the transformation? Why did that happen? Um, so that actually happened after the stroke. Um, okay. So the Grim persona, the Grim name, it has nothing to do with the Grim Reaper, even though everyone associates it with that. I'm a comic book nerd. And okay. my favorite comic book when I was a kid, or my favorite comic book character was the thing, the, the orange dude from Fantastic Four. And his name is Ben Grimm. So my actual first rap name was Ben Grimm. Okay. And I just cut the Ben off. And then, but when everything happened with me, I just wanted to like completely start over. I had a chance to reset everything. So I said, well, let's change the name too. So that people don't really associate, especially with me being as close to death as I was, I didn't want to be associated with death anymore. And I know when people hear Grimm, even though, I know where the name came from. People always assume that it's because, oh, it, it, the Grim Reaper? Uh, nah, right. man. So I, I just wanted to get away from that. And my middle name is actually Najee. And I said, well, let, let's see. How can I flip that? And took the first part of that, Najee, and said, well, I am always on go, so. But I don't want it to look like on go. I want people to ask me how to pronounce my name. Yeah, so, okay. So when, when, you sent me, when you sent me a message, I was like, yeah. It's working. Let's do it. Mission accomplished. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, that's cool, man. That's really cool. And words are powerful. Even though it, you know, you didn't mean it in that sentiment. Grim, words are powerful. So definitely, you know, it's a good call. You know, because things were a little grim for you, and you moved past that. So now, new light, new life. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, you're definitely. Yeah. How would you how would you um, define your style of music, man? I, I mean, I love your tone and your delivery. Like I, I think you should be out there, honestly. Like the, your music is a lot better that. than a lot of people that I hear, and that's just I'm. Listen, I'm transparent, brother. If it sucked, I'd tell you it sucked. That's how I am. So I feel. I, I really appreciate. Feel like, I really feel like I hear, I can hear you on the radio right now. So. Yeah. You know, how do you define your music and, and what is the overall message or, you know, what are you trying to accomplish with your music? Uh, so, I define my music as grown man raps now. Uh, I mean, before I, I was just out here just rapping. But just I rapping. think now, just because I'm I'm a little seasoned now. I'm definitely more seasoned than the, than the average rapper. Okay. You know? Even though I tell people I'm like 21 in <laughs> these streets, but... <laughs> But no, nah, uh, I think the seasoning in the life that I've lived, not just the, the bad experience, but the great experiences that I've had, the so-so mediocre experiences, everything has 
allowed me to speak from a perspective of a man who's experienced some things for real. So I, I label my raps grown man raps. Um, what was the second part of your question? Oh, I said, what was like, what's the overall meaning behind it? And I said, what are you trying to accomplish with your music? I just want to uh, motivate people, inspire people to continue to go after what they want. My um, my publishing company is called Hush Music. So it's hustling until something happens. And I like that. that's, that's been my motto since I was 18 or 19 years old. Like, I'm going to hustle. I'm going to grind. Yeah. You know, I, I know people say push, pray until something happens. That's, that's a great mantra too. But for me, it's not. I, I got to do the work. Like, I can pray all I want, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not going to help me if I don't get my ass out without action, brother, is useless. It's pointless. Exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, God gives us tools to work with. We got to be, you know, be a man. Get your hands dirty. Get out there and use them. Yeah. Utilize the tools. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think the hustle, the hustle part is, is key because. Hard work beats talent. Period, man. Period. All day. You know I'm what I'm sorry. saying? Hard work yeah. beat talent anytime, every day. Because, listen, I used to tell, like, tell my age, but my son, right? When he was playing ball, very gifted, very talented, one of the best. But guess what? Everybody started to pass him up. Didn't want to do the work no more. I'm mm. like, at this level, everybody's good. Everybody's shining. You gotta, well, you gotta work. outwork them. You gotta outwork them, and it shows. You know what I'm saying? The coaches see that. They gonna see it. Yeah. And that's that's the yeah. truth, man. And that's everything. You could be the best rapper. You ain't working. You gonna have some dude over here that can barely rap on the radio, video, touring. Why? Because he hustled. He networked more. He did whatever he did, yeah. and got in the door. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I'm a, let's uh, jump into one of your videos, man. I got the uh, Mo Better Mo Better Blues. Set that up. Mo Better Blues. Play it. Yeah, set this up. Set it up, man. It's all on you now. Mo Better Blues featuring my dog, Kai Ritchie. Uh, produced by my boy, 210 West. You know I mean, me and 210 got the EP about to drop on the 10th. Uh, Mo Better Blues was a part of a series of albums that I dropped in 2020 when the pandemic first hit called Black Buster. So every song is named after a black film. Mm -hmm. And it was 70 songs because it was 70 albums with 10 songs. And I did it in seven months. So every hey. month I put out an album, All Better Blues was on the Denzel Washington one. So That's crazy. That's oh, excuse me, that's not on the Denzel Washington one, on the Spike Lee one. Excuse me. Okay, okay. Denzel, yeah. my favorite actor, though. I like that. <laughs> Everybody's favorite actor at this point. For sure, for sure. He's been for a long time. He's been since the glory days for me, though, brother. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, for real. Fam hey. Morgan. Let's get into this. Let's go. That shit hard, man. man. <laughs> hey, man, that to get that video done was crazy as hell. Like, watching it, because I, I ain't watched it in a long time. But, like, so first of all, shout out my homegirl. So, remember I said, like, there were certain people who have, who, were around when everything fell apart for me. Yeah. My girl Jetta that's in the video where I, I can always count on her. She's been in a bunch of my videos, but not that's not the reason why I can count on her, but like I called her last minute for that video. She's like, bro, all right, <laughs> come on, come and get me. And I went and got her and she, she ended up in the video. But Kai actually shot that video. Well, Kai and his, and his boy, I can't remember his boy's name, but Kai ended up having to shoot that video because 
he had a he had a director that came out and he ended up like getting sick like right before we was about to shoot to where oh, wow. he had to like get right out. So Kai is actually from from up north. He's from Sacramento. So he was like, bro, uh, me and me and my dog can shoot the video. Like, don't worry about it. we gonna get the video done and we, you know what I mean? Like for it to still come out solid, that, that's definitely. Yeah. Definitely, man. I got a shout out on boy Kai for doing that, man, because it almost fell apart right before it started. That's crazy. Clutch right there, though. Definitely. And it's good to have just talented people around you. That's that's what happens when you have exactly. good people around you. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah, man. That's dope. That's dope. You got an album coming out. An EP, album, and a single. Yeah. You got a single yeah. on the 10th, right? So that that's actually the EP. That's the EP. Uh, that's Talk about me it. And two, me and 210 West. 210 is, is my brother from another. Uh, he's a producer, rapper. Um, a lot of the music that I make, he actually produced the, the Mo' Better Blues joint. Um, we we make music, too much music at this point. So we had a bunch of records sitting around. Um, and he was just like, hey, bro, you want to you put out an EP? I don't care. What you want to put on it? And he played the the five tracks that's going to be on there. I was like, hell yeah, let's put that up. That's crazy. <laughs> I, and what's even, I, I think like the reason why I was so like excited about it is because I forgot that we did three of those records because a, a lot of times like I'll pull up to the studio and if I don't have something specific to work on or he doesn't have something specific to work on, we'll just sit up, politic, have a drink, smoke one you know just, just regular it catch up on life and those three records came off of conversations we were having in the studio those are the best ones man those and i forgot completely forgot about them and then he was like hey bro watch this and he played them out i pulled up on the studio uh about a month ago he's like watch this started playing them i'm like ah oh, bro what They're like what are we doing here why are we sitting on this and he's like yeah man we're about to put it out so uh so that drops on the tent I want to talk about something real quick. I'm sorry to cut you yeah. off. I don't want this to go over people's head. I heard what you said, but I need you to repeat this again. How many okay. songs did you make in seven months? I put out 70. Um, I probably made 100. That's crazy. Out, uh, That's work. That's work ethic. So that That's you ask me, have I always been motivated? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I just Definitely. I just had to revisit that because I, I think that went over people's heads. I had I wanted you to say that again. People got and so, people like like that's some little Wayne stuff. You know what I mean? That's a little Wayne. Yeah. Stuff. And when people look at him and say, "Man, he's so good," like you wonder why? Because the dude stay in the studio making hundred. You know what I'm saying? And bro, you're doing the same thing. That's why I'm saying this. You belong mm -hmm. on the radio. You can tell. You could tell in the video, and when you hear it, you could tell it's seasoned. You you put work into it. You put time into it. Ten thousand hours, right? Exactly. I'm definitely put ten thousand hours in. I'm still putting the hours in, man. Um, yeah. I, I love to do it though. I think that's the that's most. That's the biggest key to it. I, I just I love to write. I love to make music. So, I I don't think I'll ever stop making music. You know, the, like you said, are you a musician? Musicians never stop playing their instrument, right? right. Rappers retire because rappers, you can only be a, a rapper for so long. But uh, I'll never stop making music. Yeah, man. You got it, man. Love it. You got it, brother. Thank you. You got it. Keep going. You. 
keep going. And and you po you please post when you when the when the uh, EP comes out so I can go check it out, man. So the EP drops on the tenth. Okay. Um, I'll be post. We'll be posting stuff for the Intel then because I think the tenth is like what two days, three yeah. days. Yeah, a couple of days. But, but <laughs> it's, it's dropping on the tenth because two ten. So I bro said he wanted to drop it on his his namesake's day. So I said, all right, yeah, let's do okay. it. Okay. And then the the album that I'm dropping is actually drop, dropping on Valentine's Day. It's called Muse. Well, Muse Two. Um, in 2021, right before everything happened, I dropped Muse. The original, um, just my little my little love letter to to, to the ladies because, like I said, I love to be around women. <laughs> I, I, I love women. Women is our God's greatest creation. You know what I mean? So, um, I dropped the project in or, or on Valentine's Day of twenty one. It was strictly for the women, and because my normal music, although I make music for women, I'm a I'm a MC lyricist like that. So I'm normally in that bag and yeah. i decided to drop a project for the ladies and since then since i've kind of got back on my feet with the music i've had friends and fans say hey when we gonna do another one for the girls all right yeah don't know any trick ladies i got you and then 210 probably produced i think he produced at least half of it it might be six records on there but i was with him and we started playing stuff i was like yeah send me all that and then I'll make four or five more and I'll put another Muse out. So Muse drops on Tuesday. Where can we find the first Muse? Is it on Apple Music? It's on Apple, it's on Spotify, it's on Tidal, it's wherever you like to listen to your music. Okay. Is it under Grim though? So it used to be, but I finally got everything Updated. moved over. Now it's under Nash. All right, cool, cool, cool. I'm gonna go check that out, man. Um, yeah. Definitely gonna go check that. Make I'm gonna make a playlist. Ride, man. Appreciate you. Yo, for sure. Hey, Benz up, man. Promote that. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Now let's man. talk about let's talk about Grimanade, man. You're an entrepreneur, brother. How did you know, tell people how did you make a liquor? Uh, I love telling this story. Uh, tell it. So tell before I tell before I before I get a background on it, one of the things that when I used to have a Twitter before they kicked me off of Twitter. Um, they kicked you off of Twitter? Yeah, that's a whole nother story, but oh, I got no. kicked off Twitter. All right. And I'm just <laughs> never going back when they kicked me off. But um, I tweeted one time that I love when people who don't know that I am a business owner that sells liquor um, identify me like, oh, damn, like you're a rapper, right? Yeah, but that's my drink you're drinking. I love when that happens. And then when... It happens on the other foot when someone knows me for rapping. And it's like, oh man, you sell liquor too? Yeah, I love that. The cross promotion and because my name used to be Grim, yeah, I felt like it was genius to just call it Griminate. But um, it started when I was in college. I, um, although I didn't live in the dorms, I had a key to the dorms, and I had a few homies that lived in the dorms, and I had a couple chicks I used to mess with that lived in the dorms. So I would go to all the dorm parties. Shout out Cal State Dominguez. Um, I'd go to dorm parties and show up with like the, you know, the Gatorade, um, the, the shit that they dump on the yeah. coaches when you went to I'd show up with one of them full of jungle juice. Okay. And people loved it. So I made that for years while I was in college and then after I graduated and when I was working on, uh, I put out an album in 20, I think eight, 18. 
if I'm not mistaken, it came out in 18, called Cup Run It Over. During the sessions for that, I would make Griminade for people, for the people who would come to the sessions because that I feel like that was my most produced and I needed a bunch of people in the studio to make the album. Right. So while I would, when I would have sessions, I would tell people to come out and I would provide them with Griminade. So everybody would be at the sessions drunk as hell, having fun. <laughs> <laughs> and um, one of my boys, shout out Walter French. Um, also shout out Chuck Dizzle. Chuck Dizzle was another person who told me I should, but like during those sessions, a few people whose opinions I respect definitely were like, hey, uh, you should sell this. Like, stop giving it away. And I, because I have my degree in business, I used that knowledge and I went back and wrote a business plan after one of my sessions. Wow. I stayed up all night, wrote a business plan and got it going. So it started off with me selling Griminade in mason jars. Not even selling them, just putting it in mason jars, and I was selling them. I think I think it was like eight dollars for a, for a little eight ounce uh, mason jar of lemonade, and it took off so fast because the people who knew me for bringing it to the party quickly were like, "Hey man, well shit, let me get like let me get a dozen in the mason jars you're selling." Damn. All right, for sure. It just went from there, and it, it evolved. It happened so quick that I had to. Someone told me, it was like, yeah, like you can't sell it in the mason jar, bro, because you can't seal it. So how how you going to give it to somebody and tell them to drive it if you can't seal it? Unless you're going to start sealing the mason jars. And at the time, I didn't have the uh, the vacuum seal for mason jars. So I was like, all right, well, let me look up a bottle company. I found a bottle company that's downtown LA. It was overcharging, but I said, all right, fuck it. Went and got some bottles from them. And then once those started moving, I started doing some more research and found a bottle company in St. Louis. And the rest is history. Man, that's... So, I, over the last, my five year anniversary is on April uh, April fourth or April first. Excuse me. Wow, that's that's amazing, man. Yeah. That's I'm amazing. To... You have it in any stores? Are you how, how you? No, going? so so it, it's still. I'm going ghetto gold out here. <laughs> Everything's out the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, so I was on my way to inking a deal with a distillery and I had some stuff in the works and then my unfortunate event happened mm. and it set me back. Um, okay. that, those things fell through. I still have the contacts, but I had to rebuild the business and I've been in recovery. So, you know, it, it's a process on God's time. I wasn't ready yet. I would have messed up. Yeah. Not a setback though, brother. It's a setup. Set up. Yeah. You know, set you up. As, as, as a former point guard, you know what I mean. As a hooper, I, I know sometimes you got you got to execute the play. You can't just run down every time and try to get a layup. So I understand. Yeah, man, that's dope. I wish. Look, I, no, I don't wish you nothing. I pray for you on that, my brother. That's thank that's, you. That's I a appreciate story, it. man. For real, like that's my baby. I um <laughs> I actually last year, um I expanded the business, so I actually do mobile bartending with it now too. Mm. So, which is cool you know it's just another way to get in people's faces because yeah. whenever i do they're drinking with what i sell anyway um so it's yeah. definitely a beautiful thing. wow yeah man that's that's great brother that's great and you you sipping out that's your cup right that's your logo right oh yeah sure yeah, you know it's, it's, it's all about product placement man you, you saw it in the video man <laughs> my stuff is gonna be everywhere 
Yes. Anytime you see, I'm I'm gonna have something on, or I'm I'm a, even if it's water, I'm gonna be drinking out of one of my cups. If I have my keys on me, I got I got my it's on my keychain. Yeah, I got. Hey. Yeah, I love hey, it. Product placement. I love it. I love it. Do you have different flavors right now? Yes. So um, depending on what your liquor of choice is, I have different flavors. So. Because tequila is the hot thing right now, I have like seven margaritas. Um, everybody was drinking Douce a couple years ago, so I had like five cognacs because I try to use black-owned liquors, and if I don't use black-owned, then I try to use the popular liquor. Like You're never going to drink, no disrespect to the Cuervo family. But you're not gonna if you want a margarita from Grimnade from the stand, you're not gonna drink Jose Cuervo. Unless you request it. So yeah, I have I think I have twenty nine flavors right now. Oh, damn. Okay. But it you know, it, it's spread across cognac, rum, tequila, vodka, gin, so when I come out there, man, I'm supposed to supposed to link up with line her homegirls they supposed to feed me because i heard um Sirac oh yeah they be turning up bro. look it's, all, it, it, it's need, gonna be there for sure i need i need some of that man let me sip on that a little bit sure, I got you. just a little I bit i don't you, drink much but i'm gonna sip a little bit speak <laughs> yeah, on okay speak on this for somebody might be watching who wants to get into the liquor business what does it take like what type of licenses what type of licenses do you need for that to even be able you to need. sell liquor so I'm a, because we family, I'm going to tell you. Okay. Unless you go through the reason why I was trying to align myself with the distillery before everything fell apart for me is because this, this just as illegal as selling any other illicit drug. Mm, okay. just, just being honest, you know, like. The, the way I position my, my company in it being a bartending service, I'm able to kind of like sneak through certain things and a lot of the red tape. But if you want to get into a store, you need to be aligned with a distillery. Got you. Okay. So I, I, I have a relationship with the only black owned liquor store in Long Beach. And he kind of was plugging me in with people. But he he wanted to put my my drink in the store a few years ago, but it was like, bro, I can only do it if you get a barcode, and they're not gonna give you a barcode unless you're attached to a distillery. So gotcha. I'm gonna slide you to a couple black-owned distilleries. You might only be able to say, sell the vodka one in here, but if you do that, then you can build advance. Off. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's crazy because I just learned about ghost kitchens. So for any yeah. food business, yeah, you gotta be attached to a goat's kitchen, or they won't give you a yeah. license. Yeah, so I'm learning, man. See, I be picking so, up stuff from y'all, man. <laughs> I be on here learning too. So I'm, I'm definitely out here telling it on myself on camera, but you know, I'm out here trying to get it, man. Hey, it is what yeah, it is. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully the, the ATF don't come and kick my door. In. You'll have, hey, you'll have a license by then. You'll be with a distillery. Yeah, yeah. you'll be. Yeah, good. So. It's coming. Just, just building, just build, building, man. But definitely, if you want to, when people see this, this is what I'll say. When you see the celebrities and they have a liquor, they have a tequila, they have whatever. Kevin Hart has a tequila. LeBron has a tequila. I think because that's the popular liquor right now. Yeah, they're able. They're 
that might be theirs. There are a couple of people who own tequila companies, like Jeannie Buss and, and Michael Jordan own Sincaro. Um, But in order to have that, nine times out of ten, you're just the face of it. They may have stock in it. They may own a part of the company, but they're, they're the face of it. Yeah. yeah. So this is a whole business. This business has been going on long before our great-great-great-grandparents, you know? So just, just know the industry that you're getting into. Yeah. Especially in America, because there's too many rules here. Man, listen, so much red tape. They make it hard for you to make make it. They make it hard. Yeah. It's it's unnecessary. It really is. It really is. So you do what you got to do. You ask for forgiveness, man. Not for permission. Sometimes you got to go that route. You know what I'm saying? And then it takes off for you, and you ain't got to worry about nothing. Definitely. But if you sat still, you wouldn't be where you are now. So grimminate it is. You know what I mean? (laughs) Gotta work. Absolutely. Just gotta work and deal deal with the consequences. <laughs> you know? And and, and the, the great thing about being small time, I know everybody wants to be big time, but the great thing about being small time is everybody ain't you ain't got everybody in your business. Yeah, you ain't no eyes on you. And, Find another you. Radar. and then once you get to a point where, oh, people might be looking at me. If people are looking at you, then yeah, you you need to do it the legal way. You need yeah. to. Take the take the path that they set for you. At the end of the day, I look at it like this: If you are making that much buzz to where people are looking at you, you should have yeah, going it to, to go and get legit. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Now, if you're doing that and you're still running around doing, you know, bullshitting, then that's on you. That's a, yeah, shame on you for sure. Now you lazy. So I, you didn't got comfortable. Um, I'm operating. I'm definitely operating in the in the niche market right now. So yeah, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, for sure. But it's going to grow. It's going to blow. Yeah. Appreciate it. What's up, man? You have a podcast yourself. I'm about to, about to revamp that. Let's let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah. Little Bottle's gone. Shout out my dog, Pluto, and my sis, Ashley. You know what I mean? Uh, we started it right at the beginning of the pandemic. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nah, man. Nah, nah, nah. Represent Ashley Wright, because I was watching one of them episodes. What, what she say her name is? Ashley what? Hey, man, that, that, that's Ashley Bianca, man. That's my <laughs> sister, man. Yeah, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me give her a shout out my sister, man. You know what I'm um, saying? Give but, Ashley Bianca. That, you know what I mean? Hey, oh, hey, she, she, if she see this, she going to cuss me out for not, for not saying her full name, though, for sure. She go hard for but, that day, uh, man. She go hard for that day. Hey, for real. Especially when she off that liquor. What she say? When she get off that liquor. <laughs> man, she, that's my dog, though, man. I, I done been on some missions with her, man. That's my dog. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's just the three friends. Pluto is, is, is my brother. I mean, I'm, I'm the best man in this wedding. Shout out my dog, man. He finna go ahead and, and do his thing. Shout out to his fiance, Blair, too. Yes, sir. But, um, hey. Yeah, uh, it just us being friends and us doing what we normally do. We just said, "Hey, man, they, they it looked like the world finna shut down. Let, let's, y'all want to do a podcast?" And I just we just happened to like find someone who had a, a, a podcast space, a studio space for us. And we just dove in head first. We didn't know what we were doing at all. Everything that you that was in the first season, we shot on our own. We didn't have a team. We didn't have any to help with the production of it we did it all on our own we shot it we edited it we just winged it there's an episode one of my favorite episodes is when i went off about r kelly 
Um, because I might get booed for it, but I am an R. Kelly fan. He deserves to be in jail. He deserves to be in jail for sure. Yeah. Hope he never gets out. But I grew up on that man's music, I'm and still- I'm not gonna. Stop. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm not gonna deny the art, man. I tell people that exactly. all day. I'm not gonna deny the art. So that's one of the reasons why me, why me and Lyle bond because we bond over R. Kelly. Like, yeah, man, we 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 gonna listen to some R. Kelly, yo, right? All day. So, so uh, I even got the new album. episode. I'm sorry. I even got the new album. You heard it? I thought I got they took it. it off. Sorry. I got it. Oh. I'll send it to you. <laughs> Yeah, 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 please don't send that to me. I got it. I'll send but it. There's an episode where we're talking about R. Kelly, and because I, I kind of knew, but we were so into the conversation, and I was going off so much because I'm I'm defending R. Kelly. I'm, like, slamming my hand on the table everything. <laughs> and one of them pulled out their phone and started playing Seems Like You're Ready. And I literally had to use some of my studio equipment uh, uh, software to remove it from behind me. So if you watch the episode, it literally sounds choppy because I had to cut the music out so that, that they wouldn't take it down because we don't own that music. And they because I was going off about R. Kelly, I think Ash, Ashley did it, but she like turned on, seems like you're ready. So I'm screaming about R. Kelly like, Y'all got me fucked up. R. Kelly is the GOAT. I'm going off. And then you hear R. Kelly in the background. It seems like you're ready playing. And then, like, when we got to the crib, I'm I'm pulling it up because I'm editing it. I'm like, man, we can't use this. They're going to take it down. And I, I call them. I'm like, yo, we might have to throw the episode out. If I can't pull it out and I use some software and I kind of pulled most of it out. But if you if you watch it, you hear literally hear the volume doing like this. Dang. That's Bro, crazy. That that, that 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 was a fun episode, and the premise behind the podcast is till the bottle's gone. <laughs> uh, so we would always have like a, a half gallon of grimanade that we would finish during the episode, and you would tow up talking about some R. Kelly, huh? Yeah, <laughs> at the end of the episode. So I'm I'm wet at this point. I'm super. Fuck that. R. Kelly the GOAT! Yeah. I'm going on. Hey, man, I'm I feel the same way, though. Man. I'm passionate about it, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, yeah he's wrong. He, he He's where he should yeah. be. I don't condone none of that. But that art, sure. I support the art. You know what I mean? I don't listen to the music, for sure. But not the actions, not the man, and all that other nonsense. Nah, we, we don't we don't like Robert. Robert's, Robert's different. Yeah. <laughs> we don't like Don't that... Yeah, can't support that. But that music, yeah, yeah it's going to go. La said, don't tell them we bond over R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, this the funniest shit, though. So me and La did like a, uh, we did like a like a versus battle. When the versus was, was jumping, we did one where it was like, she had men's R&B and I had women's. Oh, wow. She lo- like, I, I, I watched her anyway. She going she gonna to deny it, but I watched her anyway. But. She lost bad because she played. I think she played like two R. Kelly songs, and the crowd wasn't messing with her because uh, she had the men. And yeah. She tried to use, the ego, but you gotta you gotta read the room. Like everybody ain't really messing with Kells like that. You can't really play R. Right. Kelly. And she played him, and the crowd was like, "Nope, you lost now." <laughs> so the, the 
Versus would have been it would have been closer, but when she played the R. Kelly, everybody was like, "Nah, we not we not doing this." Mm-mm. Damn. Hey, where hey. can um where can people catch your your podcast? I know you said you about to revamp it, start it back up. So when you so we we're gonna check you out. We are we love when our when our viewers our listeners watch us on YouTube or listen on Spotify, but we are on every channel. So. Okay. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, we'll be there. Um, podcast name, Tittlebottle's Gone. And our first episode will be dropping in the middle of, to the end of March. We haven't set the date yet, but we're about to shoot the first episode of the second season next week. So, Okay. And I got the uh, Instagram tag below in the, in the description. So, y'all want to check it out? Yeah. Click on that. Go follow the Instagram page. Yeah, you'll... See you when it's dropping there too. And I got the music there. That's what y'all should do. And y'all I got- should go watch all the little highlights from the first season because it's only going to get better. We were green as hell and we were shooting a great podcast. I feel like if we would have had a little more experience, to be honest, we might be one of your favorite podcasts right now. But don't trip, we will be. Yeah, for sure. Keep building on that, man. Just drop it. That's all you can do. Episode after episode, just drop it. All you can do. Drop that shit, man. Do the work. Exactly. Do the work. Go to work. I got all your tags down below, man. I appreciate your time, my brother. We are going to ride out to deterioration. Another video. And show that love. Show that art. Show that talent. Yes, indeed. Also but- produced by 210. Shout out my dog. Yeah, I feel, man, I need to about- up. I, I should go to the studio tonight, man. Go. Go, man. I'm about to hit him right now. Soon- Get off. I'm going to hit him and see if he's trying to work. You're about to go make a hit because now you're feeling it. This is spur of the moment. Yeah, That's the best yeah, 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 yeah. That's the best creativity, brother. For sure. For sure. Yes, indeed, man. Shout out, La, for setting this up. This interview up. Yeah. Thank you for that. You know, That's my dog. She's been on here three times. She came on with the crew. Um, Yeah, man. She came on with the crew and two times for her. You know, She's she doing her thing out there. So shout out to her, yeah. man. Appreciate you for sure. Definitely. I appreciate you, my brother, for coming on, kicking it with your boy. Appreciate your appreciate time. You, man. Thank you. Thank Love you. your story. You're, you know, your resilience, man, and pushing through. Throw all that disappointment stuff out. Your family loves you. They're proud of you. you you're on your way, brother. You're doing your thing. You know what I mean? And you're moving forward. You're not right. wallowing that, wallowing in that. So yeah. throw all that disappointment stuff out. I know we're only human. We 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 go there sometimes, but you good, man. You good. Thank you, brother. I be praying for you, my brother. Appreciate you. That's genuine. I don't just say that. So, I know. Yes, sir. Say that. So, yeah, man. Keep pushing, my brother. Keep pushing. Keep doing your thing, man. You're doing a lot, and it's great. Like, you're juggling so much. So, but get that rest. Get that rest, man. Yeah, man. That's my thing. I tell all my friends that now, man. Like, hey, get your rest. Get your rest. Get get your sleep. Need it. Yeah, sure. I learned that, man. When I was back in college, bro, I would, I would club and go straight to class. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that was my thing, too, man. Yeah. I already know. Bruh, club, studio, straight to class. Or studio, straight to class. Like, man, what am yeah. I doing? Or hopping out sure. some girls' dorm, straight to class. Like, what the hell? Man. <laughs> what a time. Ought to be young again. Ah, oh, man. Listen. Anyway, what you say? No, nah, thank you for this amazing platform. I appreciate you a lot for sure. But yo, everybody, you know where I'm at. Every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm right here kicking it with somebody like Naj. 
on go you make sure y'all check him out go and follow him on instagram it's monsoor on go right yes sir go it's down below so if you don't know how to spell it it's down below just click the link all right y'all go check me out the cool car show on instagram follow your boy uh feel free to subscribe here so i can keep bringing you people like naj on go man we have a good time good conversations down the earth real stuff going on over here all for you i do this for you can't do it without you Shout out the live one more time. Shout out Nas on Go. We are on Go right now with Deterioration. This is a new joint by my man Nas on Go. And we out of here, man. Peace and love. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Lego.